You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we made it to the final hour on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. The return of Carson Palmer. Last week at this time, we were talking about possible candidates for the USC job opening, and Carson mentioned a wild card, Mike Tomlin, and the NFL exploded. We'll talk to Carson. He'll join us coming up in about 15 minutes. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. And uh, we say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country, including iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and our nearly 400 affiliates around the country. Also, our streaming partner is Peacock. Download the app. You can watch for free. We would never charge you for this content. Sunday night, it was supposed to be Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. It'll just be the Tennessee Titans heading to L.A. to battle Aaron Donald and the Rams that Sunday at 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. In case you missed the news, Adam Schefter reported a couple hours ago, Derrick Henry suffered a potentially season-ending foot injury during the loss over the Colts, or the win over the Colts. Uh, he's undergoing an MRI today to determine the full extent of that uh, damage. All right. Uh, Poll question there, McLovin. What do we have? Okay, the first two hours was what was the worst loss of the weekend? And Michigan ran away with it over the various NFL teams. I have a, a very mean Carson Palmer theme poll. Oh, okay. Which is going to end up being more disappointing? USC's eventual hire or the Cincinnati Bengals football season? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What do you what where did that come I'm from? still mad at the Bengals for cutting Andy Dalton, so I, I cannot get over this. I admit I was rooting for Mike White and the Jets on Sunday. No, but stop. Nobody cares about Andy Dalton. Well, you have to admit the USC disappointing. If they're shooting for Mike Tomlin's of the world, that's gonna be tough to get. They're I, not getting Mike Tomlin. It was a wish list. That's all. It just Hey, pie in the sky. Hey, what are some other names? I, I told you this a couple of years ago. I reiterated this this past week that Notre Dame, I was told that if they moved on from Brian Kelly years ago, they were going after John Harbaugh. Would that have been a demotion for John Harbaugh to leave the Ravens to go to Notre Dame? No, I don't think so. Even though you're going from the NFL, you, you won a Super Bowl and you're going to go to Notre Dame. But I was told that Sean Payton was considered for the Michigan job. And I was told he was offered the Michigan job prior to Jim Harbaugh. He thought about it for a couple of days and then turned it down. So it wasn't a demotion. He had won a Super Bowl. But, you know, with Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin viewed it as, you know, that it, it's a slight that you think I'm going to leave Pittsburgh to go to USC. I never said he was. But two of his former teammates, Ryan Clark and Willie Colon, both in the media, said it's not far-fetched. They could see it. They never said, boy, that's a slight. You should never say that about Mike Tomlin. All right. It's somewhere in between. You know, I would look at it as, all right, I, I guess that uh, they're considering a lot of different people or, man, they really must be desperate if uh, they, they want me to, if they're taking a chance on me to leave one of the great jobs in the NFL. Whatever it is. But two former players of Mike Tomlin said, not far-fetched. They could see it happening. Yeah, McLovin. I find it weird to consider a demotion when college football coaches get paid more or equal to NFL. Like, that's not a small job. USC is not, and Notre Dame are not small jobs. No. Make a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. But that's, uh, we'll talk to Carson Palmer. He'll join us uh, coming up. 
Uh, update the poll results, Miguel. Okay, so yeah, the most disappointing. A couple other options for um, uh, another controversial option for poll. Do you want to ask, will the Cincinnati Bearcats be in the college football playoff? Uh, is it fair to bring it up now? Is it getting ahead of ourselves? I think it's getting ahead of ourselves. But if, if you're going to not put teams away like Tulane and Navy, you, you just you don't want to leave doubt. And they're leaving doubt right now. I don't think many people feel like they're the number two team in the country. Uh, I saw where game day, I believe, is going to go to Cincinnati this, this weekend. But if you said, okay, Cincinnati plays Ohio State. You could even say neutral field. Who wins? Or Cincinnati hosts Ohio State. Cincinnati plays Georgia. Cincinnati plays Alabama. You know, what did people think would happen there? Now, that's the committee and probably how they would view this. Look, Cincinnati's done what they're supposed to do. They just haven't done it in a way that's been convincing. It's not a tough schedule. But they did go to Notre Dame. They beat Notre Dame and Notre Dame. And a lot of teams won't schedule Cincinnati. But Luke Fickle's done a wonderful job. You just got to be careful with leaving that little bit of doubt that they had a hard time putting away Navy. You're playing Tulane. These are game, and they don't have a tough schedule the rest of the year. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, they have uh, Tulsa homecoming game. You know, you always want to schedule Tulsa. Uh, USF, SMU, East Carolina. They don't even have like, yeah. You know, same thing for uh, Wake Forest is in a tough position because they're undefeated. Their schedule's not that bad. They play at Clemson in November, which would be unbelievable if Clemson were great. Opportunity if, for Wake Forest. If Clemson was Clemson, then Wake Forest would have a chance. Yeah, maybe. But you know, Wake Forest is. They're fun. They, they can put up some points there. I just, it's a weird year for college football because it doesn't feel like there's a great team. And there are a lot of teams that you wouldn't expect to be in the top 25. Yeah, McLevin. I think Michigan State and Ohio State play in the next couple of weeks. That'll, like a win like that will help either of them. Yeah, and up. Oregon is now back in the top yeah. 10. So that helps Ohio State. Ohio State beat Penn State, but Penn State has been uh, on the downslide a little bit here. And Michigan State with a big win against Michigan. Yeah, McLean. How important do you think those brand names are to the selection committee, too? Just, just to get good ratings. It's, it's a TV show. It's what we keep bringing up. It, 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 it's not fair uh, to Cincinnati, but it's a TV show. It wasn't fair to TCU a couple of years ago. It's a TV show. Now, what, what is your resume? All right, we may lean a little stronger in your direction here. Are more people going to watch if Ohio State's in there than Cincinnati? Yes. If Alabama's in there instead of? Yes. Georgia's in there? Yes. Maybe Oklahoma. But Cincinnati can just win out. Be impressive, win out, and then you're going to take your chances like other teams have, other schools have recent years, where you think you're in, and uh, you know then they're going to start factoring in things, and you're like, wait, where'd that come from? I just hope that doesn't, you know, I, I used to sneak into Cincinnati football games. I mean, there was nothing that you should be paying for, but I would go there and watch Cincinnati football games on campus. And uh, usually you'd watch for the opposition. And uh, I think it was, was it Paul Palmer played at Temple? Yeah, nice. Finished runner up in the Heisman Trophy balloting. You know, so you would go and see the opposition, but. It's been a long slog here for Cincinnati football because it's a it's a basketball town, a baseball town, and uh, 
so far this year, well, except for the Bengals losing yesterday, it's been a little bit of a football town. Yeah, Paul. See, Dan, I think you should parlay this. If Cincinnati makes it to the you know Final Four, when they put celebrity fans of Cincinnati football, you got to find an old picture of yourself at that game and pump it out there. Yeah, but I wasn't a fan. No, I, no, no. We're let's. Mm-mm. Clear the decks. You were a big Cincinnati fan. Yeah, but I went to Dayton. We would not never root for Cincinnati. Did they have a football team? Dayton had football. Yeah, they do. But it didn't go away for a while? No, they they ended up winning the Division Three national title. That's it. Beating Ithaca like 72 to nothing. And then they said, well, that's not fair. So they they used to be a Division One football team. You can't have a Division One football team, a basketball team, and a Division three football team because they feel like it's an unfair advantage with recruiting. So they sort of put Dayton in limbo there as far as who they play. They're not playing for any national championships. Uh, The Astros win. uh, Now the Braves up 3-2 in that series. You got football tonight. You got the uh, Chiefs against the Giants. Phone calls coming up. Uh, Let me see. Anything else that I need to mention? Uh, The Deshaun Watson situation I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I said that last week. Still don't think it's going to happen. There, There is that possibility. But right now it feels like Deshaun Watson is going to stay with the Texans. That Unless something happens, unless the Saints would you know, reach out and say, all right, let's take a, take a, a late 11th hour swing at Deshaun Watson, trade deadlines tomorrow, because you've you got a good team. And you just beat the Buccaneers, but you want to go into battle with Trevor Simeon. And I think that's going to be what Sean Payton has got to weigh this morning here because it looks like uh, he's not going to be with uh, his starting quarterback the rest of the year. Because Jameis Winston looks like he's going to have surgery. Yes, McLevin. If they go with Taysom Hill, and I know, uh, as Paul mentioned earlier, that they're not going to go for uh, Cam Newton. Wouldn't like, if you have a Taysom Hill style, isn't Cam Newton the same thing? You just run a big quarterback, win with defense, just run, 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 run. Well, Taysom's been in that system for years. I would think that that would make more sense to... I don't want to use Taysom Hill because I got to... As quarterback, I would like to use him as, you know, some kind of slot receiver, tight end, running back, whatever it is, and then bring in Trevor Simeon because they don't have any weapons there. Um, but I don't I don't know if Sean Payton's going to go out and get somebody. Can he get somebody? Yeah, McClellan. Yeah, at Drew Brees not happening. Would you no. say he didn't say that last night? Would you have entertained it as a oh, I think so. a, a smart football move to bring back that guy? No, no. Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback, said, you know, reach out to Phillip Rivers. Like, I would reach out to Phillip Rivers before I would uh, Drew Brees. I just didn't like what I saw with Drew Brees at the end of last season. So, plus he's got a new hair. You know, you don't want to put a helmet on that. You got to protect the hair at all costs. <laughs> what if what if Drew Brees gave that as his reason yes. he wouldn't come back, yeah. like on the air? Wait, so why aren't you coming back? I got to protect the hair. Yeah, okay. I fully understand that. Yes, McLeod. All right, another fun poll option that you really don't have to answer, but you could build around one of these backup quarterbacks. Oh my god, Mike White, Cooper Rush, Geno Smith blows out the Jaguars. <laughs> Were you uh, who, who was the most surprising I, to you? Well, Mike White was because I I've heard of Cooper. I, I mean, I've heard of Mike, you know, his junior year at Western Kentucky, but then everybody forgot about him his senior year. Cooper Rush you know, knew about him. He played really well. And, and I applaud the, the Cowboys for doing the smart thing and not playing Dak Prescott. 
Even if they lost last night, I would have said you still did the, the right thing. Um, who am I building around? By the way, that, just talk about a game that nobody wanted to watch. Seahawks-Jaguars, uh, that was a must-hurt. I didn't even know it was on. Like, I saw the score and I go, I, I can't do it. Like, I'm not going there. Just, just not. And the only play I saw from it, I saw one play. The onside kick. That Seattle return for a touchdown. Yeah, Paul. Some quarterbacks have a feel about them, and it's hard to shake. Like Trevor Simeon feels like like a light rock channel, where it's not offensive. It's good background music if you're at like a doctor's office. Okay. He's like the air supply quarterbacks, non-threatening, not bad. Seems like a nice person. I think he went to Northwestern, so he's probably educated. I'm all out of love. I'm so no, no, lost no. without no. you. Oh, God. And then here's the back row. Maybe like the outfielder. Here's Even the-, the nights are better <laughs> now that we're here together. Yeah. See what you did, Paulie? Apologies. Fritzy hadn't said anything in two hours. <laughs> Suction row seat. Still suffering from that. No, we're still looking at a T-shirt now based off. Todd said my personality is like suction. I did read the, um, the limerick to my wife, and she goes, what does that mean? It's a little mystery. And I, What's wrong with a little mystery? Maybe you don't have to know exactly what it means. It's supposed well, to be something positive. Yeah, but she said, well, I, I'd never heard somebody's personality described as suction. And I said, well... It's original. It, it, it rhymed with induction, production, reduction. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to take certain liberties <laughs> and you're going to play around with the words a little bit. Yeah, you it. did. No, you did. But, but she did. She, she, in all honesty, you know, she wondered... There was some uncertainty there. If that yeah, was a little a, bit. Yeah, a compliment. Yeah, she didn't know if it was a compliment or not. But uh, you know, that's that's one of the great limericks of all time. Oh, look who called in, Ryan in Honolulu. Hey, Ryan, what do you have for me? Aloha! <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween! Good to see the back rows representing there. Yeah. Well, Todd's got his Halloween name shirt on and McLovin dressed as Andy Reid. Um, you got some uh, some Halloween names? Yeah. Does Todd have any? I don't, okay. How about five each? All right. Then I got to get to take a break and get to Carson Palmer. Shoots. All right. We've got the Hall of Famer himself, Dan Patrick O'Tree. Dan Patrick or Treat. Okay. All right. All right. It was a little quick in the delivery there. All right. Continue. Oh, Todd, English your turn. soccer player. Wait. Oh, yeah. Todd's Todd, turn. you go. I have Kendall Graveman, Astros pitcher. Kendall Graveman. Mm, I don't even know who that is. Uh, oh, this is like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> English soccer player, Scary Kane. <laughs> is that a Harry Kane? Okay. Scary Kane. Scary Kane. All right. Right. Uh, Raiders offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood, as opposed to Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow, Alex Man, Leatherwood. We, this is desperate. This is this is bad. This An is explanation mid sentence. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not. Uh, Ryan, one more, and then we, we we put Todd to to bed. Okay. NBA star Andre Iguodala. <laughs> Okay. Is this like that uh, high school football game we were talking about? Oh, we got to yeah. put in the mercy rule right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, the, oh. the clock is running. running and, oh, this is a Kareem witch hunt right here. <laughs> Kareem hunt and witch hunt. on. Okay. Two point conversion. <laughs> uh, Todd, you know, let's go. I had Red Sox outfielder Haunter Renfro. Haunter Renfro. 
and former MLB pitcher Jeff Dedman. Wow, this is bad. Uh, Ryan, great to hear from you. Thank you for your contributions. Aloha. Aloha means aloha. Man. Todd. Ghost Malzahn. Ghost Malzahn. You mean Gus Malzahn? Yeah, but, but he's saying ghost. ghost. No, I know, but Gus the ghost? Yes, Pauline. Michael Sc- Air Jordan. Mm. Sc- Air. Sc- Air. I thought Frankie <laughs> would do that. Sc- Air Jordan. We'll Cordell take, Slash Stewart. We'll take a break. We'll take a break. Carson Palmer joins us next Dan Patrick Show. Aging can make it tough to lose weight, keep it off, and that's why I want to tell you about M-Drive's new product, M-Drive Lean, powerful protein supplement for driven guys who want to lose weight, look good, perform at their best. Seton, M-Drive Lean Guy. M-Drive Lean. What does that mean? You're saying I'm supposed to start taking it? No, you are an M-Drive Lean Guy. I'm not saying that. You're not, you don't have to say that I look like I need it, though. That's no. what, that was the, that's what it, the subtext of what you said was like, maybe no, you should have more of it. No, no, you're using... I, okay, maybe I, I shouldn't have said, told people. I let people behind the curtain. Okay, so I've put on a couple pounds. Yeah, well, she was aging can make it tough to uh, lose weight and keep it off. But now I've got a secret weapon right in my back pocket. And your belly. MDriveDan.com. <laughs> Try it for yourself. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. You can also pick it up at Walgreens Rite Aid or Vitamin Shop. Lose weight, feel good, Seton. M-Drive lean. Don't let age beat you, Seton. Visit mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. More phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Week ago at this time, Carson Palmer joined us, the former NFL quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner at USC. And I asked him the following question. Is James Franklin the front runner, as I've reported? I think there's a lot of front runners right now. And that's why I like where we're sitting. I mean, we, we had the first hot seat open up. You can't have a so lot that, of front runners, Carson. You can have a front I mean, runner. You've got Penn State. You've got Iowa State. You've got Cincinnati. You've got a wild card like uh, Mike Tomlin. That, that If Mike Tomlin wants out, and, and it, I think, you know, at the end of the day, there is not a direct, that's the guy everybody's pointing their fingers at. There's a, there, there's a lot of great options. Let's bring in Carson Palmer, who uh, joins us weekly appearance here. How did things change after yesterday or last week at this time when you mentioned Mike Tomlin's name? <laughs> yeah, they uh, that got a little bit of attention for me throwing a wild card out there. Uh, hey, us Trojan fans can dream. That, that's a dream scenario picking up a guy like Mike Tomlin uh, going to USC, but it's a wild card, uh, and that got a little bit of attention. Obviously, did you get any phone calls after that? I got some phone calls. I got some phone calls and lots of texts. Um, but again, it's a wild card. It's a it's a it's a daydream by me and and probably all other USC fans across the nation. And and I wondered about that because you did say it. I even said it after you did and said it the next day. This is a wish list. You're not reporting Mike Tomlin was interested in USC. It's USC. There's probably quite a few names on that list. That obviously you don't want to mention as wild cards now, but there are probably some other notable coaches on there. 
that people might be surprised that USC would think, hey, who knows? Let's take a shot. Is that is that a fair assessment of the uh, hiring search here? That's all it is, is an assessment. I'm not sitting in meetings with athletic directors and, and athletic program and boosters. Um, I'm listening to, to news bites here and there from, from all over the country like you are. And uh, th- there's a lot of wild cards. I mean, I, probably the most notable one that everybody ties is, is Luke Fickle because of the relationship that Mike Bone and Luke Fickle had as Mike hired Luke at the University of Cincinnati. But there, there's a lot of interest in this job. And, and the reason is it's USC. It's, it's not your, your usual run-of-the-mill college. We're talking about SC. So um, there's a bunch of names that, that are being thrown out there. And as the season progresses, it's really fun to, to follow along and, and see whose name gets thrown on the hat. What was your reaction to Mike Tomlin's reaction? <laughs> I got a, the first text I got was from my brother saying, "Hey, Mike Tomlin's going to be hot in his first press conference next week," <laughs> and he was. Yeah, he was, and um, you know, it's 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 not fair of me to to all of a sudden everybody jump on the bandwagon and 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 throw that out there. I was just daydreaming out loud with you, Dan. You asked me a question directly. Who? who I'd, I'd be excited about and who I'd like. And I'd love to see Mike Tomlin. Got a lot of love and respect for playing against him for 10 years and then buddies that have played for him. But again, it, it's early. There's a lot of football left to be played. There's going to be another college name, that, uh, another college coach that gets hot here and gets his team into a big bowl game or, or into the playoffs maybe. And, and then that name will be thrown in the ring. So uh, it's just fun to, to talk about and, and digest all these names and all these guys as we get down here. Uh, to the end of this season. And Luke Fickle's name came up a while ago, and then I had a source say, Luke doesn't want to leave the Midwest. Um, do you understand that? That you know, I mean, when you go to, you're uprooting your family, you're going to Southern California. I mean, it's, it's a whole different lifestyle than what he's got in Cincinnati right now. But could you see him wanting to stay in the Midwest or not wanting to go out and kind of trying to immerse himself into Southern California? Uprooting your family is part of the deal. That's part of the job as, as coaches uh, bounce around from team to team. No, nobody just signs a contract with one team and stays there their entire career very, very rarely. So uh, women that, that get interested in, in coaches know that before they say yes or I do, uh, they understand that that's the coach's lifestyle. It, it is what it is. It's year after year, a couple years here, a couple years there. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there's only a handful of elite, you know, creme de la creme programs, the Alabamas, USC's, Texas's, and so on. And so when you have a chance to leave uh, and, and be really happy and comfortable in your, your, your home state or maybe um, your, your kids are happy at school, your wife's happy in the neighborhood, but when you have a chance to leave for one of those premier programs, it's definitely a discussion around the dinner table with, with that family. All right, let's dive into the NFL. Carson Palmer joining us. Worst loss of the weekend turned in by who? Uh, I think it's a tie between what happened uh, in in New Orleans with Tampa. I mean, Tampa really had a chance to separate themselves in that division and and take a big lead, uh, as well as Cincinnati did. Cincinnati should be sitting here at six and two. They're five and three with a big loss in New York to the Jets. They really had a chance to distinguish themselves in the ASC North after that big beating they put down on, on Baltimore a couple weeks ago. That gave them the outright lead in that division had they won. Unfortunately, both those teams lost. Now the NFC South and the AFC South are pretty wide open uh, for a champion because both those teams are tied at the top. And Derrick Henry looks like he might be done for the year. 
Going to need uh, foot surgery there. Yeah, I was wondering, who's the team to beat in the NFC right now? It's still Tampa. It's still the defending champs. Um, you know, I, I think they have uh, probably the best defense in the game right now, coached by Todd Bowles, who's an unbelievable defensive coach. And you got Tom Brady. So they're still the team to knock off in the NFC. Yeah, I was wondering, you know, it feels like it's going through Green Bay because that division is bad. And they've had some pretty impressive wins. You know, the Rams are kind of quietly building up the wins. Seattle's not good. Uh, San Francisco hasn't been good. Arizona came back down to earth a little bit. So I, I don't know. I'd probably look at Green Bay right now, even though if you said both are healthy, I'd say Tampa would probably be the most well-rounded team there. Where do the Rams fit in, in that uh, equation? The Rams are the sleeper. It's kind of funny being based in Los Angeles. You're not hearing a ton about them for the most part. It seems like the bigger, you know, the major metropolis cities seem to get a lot of attention when they're doing well. For some reason, the Rams are just kind of plugging along and beating everybody they should beat and and, and winning pretty, pretty easily in most of their games. And nobody's giving them the credit and the love, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, they finally have, you know, a top 10, top five, maybe quarterback in the league. And so, they're a team that's kind of sneaking along and nobody's really talking about them. Um, talent for talent. I mean, you look at, you put LA next to, to Green Bay and I think the better rosters in LA, um, but Green Bay's got Aaron Rodgers, So that's always the wild card. But at the end of the day, at this point in the season, I always go with the defending champ if they're still playing well and they're, they're at the top and that's Tampa. And I, I think they're, uh, they're going to come down to it. I'd love to see in, in the NFC championship, Green Bay, Tampa, and we might end up seeing that. Explain to me, Bill Belichick, going on the road against a Charger team that everybody has christened as they're one of the elite teams, and Justin Herbert, the quarterback you want to build around, and Bill ends up bringing his team out there and picking up the win. I That one really surprised me. What about you? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know there's a lot of hype. There was a lot of hype three weeks ago and on the Chargers, and that's died off now. They've lost a couple over the last three weeks. Um, and they ran into the buzzsaw that is that is Bill Belichick. At the end of the day, he always does something to throw you for a loop as a quarterback. He always plays. He always seems to play really, really well and, and have a good defensive game plan against these next hot shot quarterbacks that people are getting excited about. Um, so he did what Bill Belichick does. He slowed them down. He created a couple turnovers. They had some really interesting plays where they were bringing different fire zones and got some sacks and got some hits and, and got – Justin Herbert off of his spot in the pocket and made him move and, and delayed the pass. So he Bill did what he what he, he typically does year in, year out, which is frustrate a young quarterback that everybody's kind of, like you said, christened as the next greatest thing. And he slowed him down. And Mac Jones ended up playing better and looking better as that game went on. Carson Wentz had one of those moments where, and I, I'm sure you know the feeling or been in it close to it, but you know, he switches hands to throw it and he's in the end zone and throws that interception. Like, is it, is it the younger quarterback that's trying to make something always happen? Cause they, they're not that far removed from college. I mean, I guess Carson would be considered a veteran now. So that even less of an excuse there, but what, what is the feeling like when you're in the moment, you're still trying to make something happen, but you shouldn't. He's far too veteran to make that mistake. You do see that with a young guy and uh, Mac Jones. It's okay. Um, you know, even, even a, a younger quarterback first couple starts, but Carson's been in the league far too long. And that team is, is built uh, 
to the point where you can't make that kind of play as a quarterback. That team is built to run the ball, and they've done that extremely effectively. And that team is built to play great defense and not turn the ball over. Unfortunately, you can't do that. Uh, when you have a team like that and you don't have a clear-cut number one guy to throw the ball up to, to you know, 50-50 balls and explosive offense, that team is built to play great defense, control the ball, with the running game, with a short passing game, and not turn it over. And unfortunately, he's turned it over far too many times. And, you know, he, he's the first to admit it. He said it after the game. He's like, I cannot make those plays. He knows it. And he's just – Carson's always kind of been one of those guys that just can't give up. He just can't say quit. You know, he just is always fighting for an extra yard. He's always thinking he can pull some sort of superhuman or uh, Superman play out of something that it's just, there's just nothing there. Sometimes you just need to eat it and take a safety. Sometimes you just need to take the sack or throw it out of the bounds. And unfortunately, he's too far along in his career to continuously make those mistakes. What's it like in film study when you know you've, you've thrown a bad interception or a fumble or whatever it is, and you know it's coming up? Like, what's that feeling you know, like as you're sitting there and just waiting to see if the coach just piles on? That's the worst part of the week. You're, you're, you're surrounded by your teammates and your peers, and you, you, there's no doubt that you're playing for the fans and you're playing for, for the fan base and for your family and all of that. But more importantly, Carson's playing for his teammates. And when, when you let your teammates down, it's not, the, it's not the fear of letting a fan down or the fan base down. It's when you let your teammates down. And it's one of those deals you're sitting in that meeting and you know that play is coming up in four plays, in three plays, in two <laughs> plays, and then here it is. And you just slowly start <laughs> sinking in that seat. Your face starts getting really red and hot, almost like you have a temperature. Your temperature is rising because you're surrounded by your, tier, your, your peers. And those are the guys that are putting in their best work all week long, preparing for that game, preparing for that moment, to be in that moment with a chance to have a game-winning drive. And it's not the fans you let down. It's that it hurts. It's it's the guys in the room that are sitting next to you and sitting behind you. Um, those are the ones that hurt the most is when you're watching it with your teammates and you know you let all those guys down. But do you, do you have to explain it in the moment during film session? Do you, Are you allowed to say anything? Every player has made it. it. It's not always a quarterback. Sometimes it's an offensive tackle that on a big drive just got his hands too high and and wrapped his arm around a defender and they throw a flag for 15 yarders and that's what caused the loss or a missed tackle or a missed dropped interception. At, at, at this point in guys' careers, once they make it to the NFL, as great as all those players are in a locker room, they've all made a, a, a massive mistake that lost a game for a team or, or lost a game and, and know how that feels. So um, nothing needs to be said. You don't need to stand up and go, hey, my bad. Everybody, everybody knows that you are bad. You threw it to the other team. That's your bad. So there's no there's no explanation needed. Everybody knows what it you know what it is. The Chiefs tonight against the Giants, and everybody's going to have an opinion tomorrow, one way or another, about the Chiefs. Can they play a conservative style of offense? That's not how they're built. That's the that's especially not how they're built on the back end of their defense. Their that defense is built to play with the lead. So playing conservative and running it and. Um, you know, that, that's just not who they are. But this is a statement game. If there's ever been a statement game, this is a bad New York Giants team. There's a lot going on in, in Kansas City. There's some players going back and forth with the fan base. And um, there's a lot of distractions. And at the end of the day, we've all heard it a million times. A win cures all. And it, it just covers everything up. Just win. 
and it puts all the back and forth that the Kansas City fan base has had with Tyron Matthew and a couple other players. It covers that up until next week and then the week after. But this is a st- – they need to blow this team out by 18 points. I mean, this is a bad team against the team that's been at, been representing the AFC in, in, in uh, the Super Bowl the last couple of years. So this, this is a game that they need to win decisively. They need to put this team away early. They cannot sit out there and run the ball and check it down. Patrick Mahomes needs to be Patrick Mahomes. He needs to throw the ball over the top, be explosive, and win by a couple scores. I don't think you said anything inflammatory today. Congratulations. Hopefully you have a, a, a nice week here and no text messages from your brother or phone calls or anything like that, Carson. Yeah, you didn't set me up today with any Oh, with I didn't any set you questions. up. I didn't set you up. I, you know, it was one of those where I threw up a, a 50-50 ball and you came down with it. I mean, you could have let it fall. Like, like I said earlier, we can we can all, all all us USC Trojan fans, we can dream. We can dream about Tomlin or <laughs> you, you throw another name out there and I'll say, yeah, sure, he'll he'll, he'll leave for the job. How about but, Belichick? Do you think Belichick is on uh, USC's wish list? I have nothing but tremendous respect for Belichick, but I cannot <laughs> see him in college. I cannot see him in, in a room with that dry sense of humor and, and just that overall dryness. We need energy at that level. You got 18 to 21 years old. You need energy. You need up-tempo. And I don't see Bill changing his ways okay. for college. Is Pete Carroll on the list? I don't think Pete can go back just because he can't. he can't do what he did already. I mean, he set the bar up here and yeah. won national championship after national championship. If he goes back, there's it's almost impossible to replicate that. So I think that is the only reason he, he looks at that job and says, I, I don't want it. I can't go back. I can't do what I did back in the uh, mid-2000s again. Let's stir it up, though. Let's get another headline. How about Nick Saban? Uh, why on earth would Nick leave Alabama to go to SC? I don't know. Okay, Lane Kiffin. Is Lane Kiffin on the list? No, that already, that, that ship has sailed. <laughs> that plane, that, that plane has, has flown. You know. That plane has, has left the yeah, terminal. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> yes, they, the tarmac. No, it's, I, I don't see Lane. I mean, they already gave him a shot. I was, uh, somebody was asking me the other day about Ed Ogeron. Ed Ogeron's already had a shot. Um, I'd, I'd be surprised if it was either of those two guys. All right. See, I tried to get set you up and get another headline here. You know, it's I'm sorry. It's just it's in me. It's just it just naturally comes out of you. You're well, just setting people up. It's just like Brady throws touchdown passes. I mean, it's just it's it's just there. Natural. Yeah, it's just yeah. natural. Yeah. Thanks. It's a gift. It's a gift. God gave it to you. What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> thank you, Carson. Thanks, Dan. That's Carson Palmer. He uh joins us. Courtesy of Level Select C B D, uh Level Select C B D for next level relief. Visit levelselectcbd.com. I tried, and uh, actually, I had a friend who said, why did you do that to Carson Palmer? I said, I, d- I didn't do anything to Carson. I just said, hey, you can't have one front runner, or you can't have multiple front runners, James Franklin. And he's got, oh, we got a you know, Penn State, and we got uh, Iowa State, and maybe a wound card like. And then I went, where are we going with this? Mike Tomlin? And then... I pause and he goes, oh, you haven't heard that? I go, no. And I think most of America hadn't heard that. All right. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app. 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Last call for phone calls. Want to thank a lot of people who made last week in Chicago a wonderful night. Certainly the Danettes, uh, everybody at iHeartRadio, my family, uh, the backroom guys, wonderful. Couldn't have done it without them the last 14 years. And uh, also, uh, Will Farrell did the induction speech for me. He's the one who presented me, and he was very emotional, and I, I believe that he was being true. I don't think he was acting, but here's just a little bit of uh, Will Farrell introducing me at the uh, Radio Hall of Fame. Hi there. I am, I am extremely honored uh, to speak on behalf of my dear, 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 dear friend, Dan Patrick, as we commemorate his induction into the Radio Hall of Fame. Um, Dan, I'm, I'm so proud of you. I, I told myself I wouldn't get emotional, and uh, I'm not. <clears throat> but I just know that when you... S- <laughs> I just know that when you started out in your business, your one goal was to get into the Radio Hall of Fame. And gosh darn it. <laughs> Hold on, let me compose myself. <laughs> gosh darn it. You did it, Dad. It's the Radio Hall of Fame. And no one can ever take that away from you. You know, there wasn't a dry eye in the room in Chicago. Will Farrell joining us on the program. Will, thank you for the... Very emotional, very moving speech. Uh, I know it came from the heart. It takes me right back. As soon as I hear that sound, it takes me right back. I'm proud of you, Dan. Very proud of you. America's proud of you. Well, uh, I didn't know that it would elicit that kind of emotion, but, man, uh, wow. I mean, real tears, powerful. And uh, oh. I'm... Uh, Emo- uh, 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 great emotion to the point where I was punching holes in the drywall of my house. Uh, I couldn't, I, I wasn't able to calm down for the next hour. Well, I'm glad that Sandler wasn't available and David Spade wasn't available and some of the other people that I asked and uh, Brian Cranston. And I'm glad that uh, you did respond. So put me in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> uh, do you have a, a thought on uh, your alma mater, uh, USC, with a head football coach? Well, I don't want to stir anything up. Uh, <laughs> my, my inside sources Ooh. tell me a gentleman by the name of Nick Saban will be the next coach. <laughs> okay. Nick Saban. Nick Saban is going to leave Alabama for USC. Nick Saban is a mountain climber, okay? 
And he's already reached the top of that mountain multiple times. He's looking for the next mountain. And that mountain is in Los Angeles, California. Um, My inside source. Okay. Okay. Uh, One inside source. But are, but you're a booster, aren't you? You should have some information. I'm not a booster. I'm not a booster. But uh, I, my one inside source that I talk to, I talk to on the hour, every hour, is a uh, is pretty 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 has his finger on the pulse. Uh, he's a former player. I don't want I don't want to say who it is, but is it Carson Palmer? Yes. Oh no, we can't do. You can't do. What? Wait, wait, come on. What's going on here? You you can't do that to Carson Palmer. He had a bad week last week. We can't do that to him this week. Okay. Oh well, he's my source. I don't want to. I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Hey, how's your career going? What's going on with you? Uh, it's. In absolute freefall. Um, <laughs> no, I well, since you asked, Dan, I've got a, 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 sh- a limited series coming out. On oh, we're Apple so TV. we're out of time right now. The shrink next door. Me and my good buddy Paul <laughs> Rudd. I saw the trailer for it, as we like to say in the business, and uh, yeah, yeah, you got wild-looking hair. You got your glasses on, yeah. and, and Paul Rudd doesn't seem like he's a good guy in this uh, series. No. I transform. We both. It's uh, it's it's different from what you're going to normally see us do. It's exciting. I'm, I, it's called I'm stretching. It's called, uh, stretching. <laughs> well, hold on. What? I the others. I'm just getting this too. It's either Nick Saban or it's Nick Saban's brother. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> Teddy, I don't believe Teddy Saban. Yeah, yeah, he has nothing to do with football. I don't think. But uh, either way, we're looking good. Well, thank you very much. Well, and uh, all right, man, anytime. All right, next Hall of Fame, I'll uh, I'll reach out, reach out to you. Okay. When is when is the next one? I don't, what, what do we think? What do we? I mean, it it feels like it happens like uh, a couple times a year. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're getting you're getting towards the end. You're getting ready to hang it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not in a, in a free fall yet, but yeah, I'm getting towards the end. Trust me, I know the feeling. Keep keep your head up, okay? I think I'm getting inducted into a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Hall of Fame. Well, I think. Well, congratulations. Not, That's you got right. that that you you were snubbed for years, and I'm glad that 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 has been remedied. Now let's see if I show up. <laughs> all right well, thank you thank you will once again that's a, all right Dan. thank you that's will ferrell very emotional very emotional i think people thought that you know you give the introduction speech to somebody and then you say things about all the nice things that they do and charitable things they do everybody else had that person who was doing something really nice and will got up there and just sort of made a mockery of the uh, whole evening yeah mclevin well one person had rob McElhenney from it's always sunny in philadelphia and thought they owned the night with that introduction oh yeah and uh, the morning show at wmmr in philadelphia and they had rob on from always sunny and he was just glowing about charitable work and all of the the food bank and and all of a sudden all, I got Will Farrell going <laughs> and I 
We totally made uh, made fun of the entire induction ceremony. Todd, what did I learn today? We all learned you'd rather have Trevor Simeon than Taysom Hill as your Saints starting quarterback and would kick the tires on Cam Newton. The compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight, the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready for anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for the phone call, phone call, phone call, emails, tweets, all around support. For Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly in the back room, guys. I'm Dan Patrick. One more item. We close out the show. And when you get finished playing golf or lifting weights or running around the neighborhood, a 10-minute walk, a 10K, you probably don't recover the way you used to. Today, it's all about sore muscles, post-workout discomfort, popping up in new spots all the time. That's why I'm thankful. And so is my body for level select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. If it's good enough for pros like Carson Palmer, Ricky Fowler, former baseball great Steve Garvey, it should be good enough for you. I trust level select CBD because, first of all, it's formulated with doctors. There's a high concentration of CBD that allows me to feel it work immediately, usually 30 seconds or less. And I know it's made with 0% THC. You apply the level select CBD directly to the sore spots. Let that proprietary blend of CBD go to work and it will go to levelselectcbd.com. Promo code is DP30. That means you'll get $30 off your entire order today. $30 off levelselectcbd.com. Promo code is DP30. Not available in Idaho, Iowa and South Dakota.